A random kid told me I'm his real father. I told him, I don't care. I don't want a relationship with you. Am I the a-hole? Daddy, is that you? You're my real dad? <laughs> this is just turning sexual now. <laughs> the voice was way too much. Oh, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> I think this guy is winning the father of the year award right here. This is what fatherhood is all about, you know? Denying you're the real father, not taking any responsibility. If you think about it, Genghis Khan was the best father because he fathered the most amount of kids. Quantity over quality. Genghis Khan crushed it. Like 3% of all people are related to Genghis Khan. You're the biggest daddy of all time. Exactly. You can't freaking spend all this time with your kids if you want to be the biggest daddy of all time. The only way you could spend time with your kids is a conference. Hello, everyone. How we doing today? Dad, when are you going to come to my baseball game? Low key, that would be kind of crazy <laughs> just to have like millions of children. Los Angeles, how we doing? Dad, Bob misses you. I miss you. I miss you too, motherfucker. But I'm up here. Woo! That's going to be this dad. Is this Genghis Khan? Only one way to find out. Bang this dick. That's Genghis Dong. Yeah, bang this dong. Genghis Khan, more like bang this dong. Oh, goodness. Let's get into it. From 18 to 25, I was an absolute wild child. Lots of beer and lots of hookups where we didn't even know each other's names. What's your body count? 12 million. <laughs> Genghis Khan. I was dealing with lots of damage to the point where I don't remember most of those years. Now at almost 40, I'm much better now with therapy and Alcohols Anonymous and my saint of a wife, but that's the important background. I was clear with my wife that it is quite possible that I have some kids out there. I was raw dog in every port in town, baby. Goodness gracious. Every country. Every country. So surrounding the Mongolian region. Luckily, they don't know my one. <laughs> <laughs> Conquering every town. Father is into the building. Though, a lot of the women I slept with have no way of contacting me to be sure. Just how he likes it, baby. Leave no trace. It's like going to a national park, you know? Exactly. Have, have 50 children. At once. You could. Genghis did it. I guess you could father, like, if you had twins every time and you're fucking three times a day, that's like a thousand kids a year. More, two thousand kids a year. For 30, 40 years? <laughs> Shit, dude. What is that? 60,000 kids? 60,000? 87,000 kids. I do not want that child support. Am I right, Phyllis? <laughs> also, Genghis Khan had 120 kids. Only 120? Tradition claims. Oh, yeah. Probably more. What is this tradition? Um, the number of women who were impregnated by Genghis Khan is unknown, but estimates range from hundreds to thousands. Research has shown that 0.5% of all males living today are descended from Genghis Khan, which means he has 6 million descendants. Wow. Compound interest baby works with bank accounts and children. So speaking of budgets, my wife budgeted some savings for if we ever have to pay child support for a couple of kids. Damn, she's forward thinking. For real. But just ask that I get a paternity test before we welcome them in. We have no kids of our own and don't really want any. When your spouse is helping you plan for multiple potential children that you might have as child support, you are living a great life. <laughs> oh boy. Last year, a 16-year-old boy contacted me saying that I was his real father. Real? Like there's a fake father? Like, I want to be a real boy. We'll call him K. K claimed to be the son of one of my old classmates and that his mom had raised him by herself because she didn't want to cause any trouble. But she had told him about me the whole time and he spent a lot of his life Googling me. He had finally worked up the courage to contact me and asked if we could meet. That's kind of cute. Years of Googling your dad and then finally work up the courage to just send that 
that first message. Yeah. That's cute. If I had a 16 year old kid, I would meet him. I would be excited. Yeah, I would be excited. I'm like, oh my God. I could like almost drink with my son. I could smoke a cig with my son in money. I could drink with him in Russia. Move to Russia. Drink some vodka. Now that's grade A parenting right there. Since I can neither confirm nor deny sleeping with his mother, I agreed to meet between our two towns. This is my mom. Remember her? No. And sorry, I only banged 10s. Never would have happened. Not a 10 on the radar. She's maybe a solid eight or nine. <laughs> I drove about five hours and he drove about 45 minutes, though I did tell him about my wife's request. He was fine with it, getting the paternity test. We met after the paternity kit got here. He did the spit thing, gave it back, and we sat and talked and had lunch and then drove back home. I think they're related. Oh, he's the father? Yeah, they gotta be. We were not a match. Oh, that's tragic because not only does this kid learn that OP is not the father, but he also learns that his mom was a hoe. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. That's a tragic double whammy. That is not a fun day for a 16-year-old boy. I had my profile done a while ago just so that it was out there in case any kids found me that way. Okay, so I guess like a genetic profile. Like a 23andMe. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, OP is doing his homework. For real. Kay and I are not related. I contacted him gave him all of his data and I let him down gently. He was devastated, crying, claiming that it wasn't real, that he had spent his entire life idolizing me and that I had to be his dad. Oh, dude. Oh. Dude. Dude. He begged me to have a relationship, oh. but I'm not entirely interested in building one with a random kid. I apologized again, but left it at that. His mom reached out, begging me as well, saying that she was so sure I was the father that it's destroying him not knowing who his real dad is. I mean, I mean, like how many people did you hook up with? I mean, it could literally be one other person. That's all it takes. I, exactly, exactly. So it could be like, I mean, for all we know, it could be like another 300 dudes. She could be Genghis Khan. She could be the Genghis no. Khan. Dude, how is she so sure? I mean, they've both spent probably 16 years by telling the son she's reinforcing it back to herself. Dude, you know, like trace back your steps. Remember where you put things and like maybe you can figure out where you put them in, where you put them out. Yeah, exactly. Where you sat, where you sat up, where you arched your back, where you threw it back. Yep. All of those things. Just retrace your steps. I'm sure Remember you'll find them. the father. I said it was was a real shame, but the father isn't me. I am not dad material, especially not for somebody else's kid. This just came up in a convo recently and sparked an argument. Some say it's fine. Others say it's cruel to abandon a kid who spent his entire life believing he was mine. So am I the asshole here? I want to know what everyone else thinks. Put your answers in the comments, but no way. If one of our followers was like, Sam, I've been idolizing you for the past three years. You're my daddy. Depending on how hot she was, like... <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, he's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just like call me. Go to Bali. Go to Bali. Surf in an area that we're in and uh, just see how I protected you. Wow, you really protected and, me. And uh, just reach up and touch his buttocks while he's doing a handstand. That's the way to meet him. Yeah. If you see me in public, slap my ass. There we go. I don't know if I want that. Eh, okay, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. If you see me in public, no grabbing, but you can slap. There we go. Touch, don't feel. Touch, don't feel. That's the rule. But yeah, I mean, if some like random person on the internet was like, you're my dad. And just because they built this fantasy in their head, does it mean that I have to like play into their fantasy and fulfill every want and desire and every hole that they want filled? God damn. I'm talking about the holes in their heart. Oh, oh, wow. The holes in their heart, right? Yeah. I'm not going to fill every one of their holes just because they called me daddy. Of course. I'll consider it though. Starting now, all the times in the past, that was a different story. Today is a new day, gentlemen. <laughs>
Samuel Donner is starting anew. Oh, no, no. I'm saving my my genitals for Ashley. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I like how you almost said heart, but then yeah, I know. switched I it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad sent me a, an email saying that I shouldn't sleep around. Wow, that is so incredible. He said something sacred in you. It's actually really well thought out. Honestly, that is really sweet and really... Here, all I'm going to say, I love you, Dad. I, I actually love that a lot. I feel like that's a good approach from father to son. That's a sweet move. I like that. It's very kind. This is not me trying to earn brownie points. You become a beacon of light for so many, to so many, and are building a media entertainment company that is producing incredible, impactful content, both with heart and humor. Wow. Dude. That's us. That's us. What a guy. As we have talked, we entrepreneurs move so fast, sometimes we forget about ourselves and the incredible deep inner work that we need to do, which, by the way, is lifelong. You can't ever stop improving. One thing I thought of for my own self is early on understanding to some degree what I hold sacred in myself and letting that go guide me. That said, even the most sacred in us will get challenged through our life. But if we do the inner work, we always come back. Perhaps my early Catholic upbringing set some things in me first, the commandments, but later on for me, they became my sacred acknowledgement. I wanted deep relationships and I sought them in all my houses, relationship, friendship, family, business, external. That way I always knew who had my back. I urge you to explore, to take time for you to understand what's sacred to Samuel, not just your values, but the deep understanding of why the universe put you here in the first place. Every action we take or inaction informs who we become. I often have told you in your life, the people that you surround yourself with in every manner become you and you become them. This is not being judgmental of your activities or choices. I told him that I, I hooked up with the Australian girl. Um, but just a father reminding you of the hike we took, the words we spoke, and how you agreed that you needed to care for you first, health, body, and spirit. Choosing a business partner or a life partner, if you are aiming to be in it for life, then you best find a partner who can run alongside you, not copying your gait or looking through your eyes, the trails you run over, but someone who wants to go the distance, who enjoys life, true gifts that Mother Nature provides naturally and is not ephemeral or fleeting desires, but moves towards what is most sacred and what makes us most pure spirit with love, your friend first and always your father. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that is such a beautiful and passionate way to tell your son not to stick his penis <laughs> in people. Like I am blown away. I think that is, I think it's really sweet. He's like always really good about like, saying like, hey, I'm not judging you, but like, yeah. Make sure what you're doing actually aligns with your values. And like also father to son, I feel like that's a very- He's great, he's great, great guy. So I'm going to not sleep around unless wow. they call me daddy. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> oh, man. Should we get into this next story? Yeah, let's fuck it up. So Sam, recently I've been really wanting to get back into skating, not like on a board. Yeah, but like, like roller skates. Roller, roller skates. skates. Well, you have already the dance moves. So I imagine if you got on skates, there's no stopping. you. Exactly. But like I got the skates. I love them. I'm excited. But my sister is like actually like a derby skater, like is legit. Oh. And she has like snapped her leg in half before. Oh. It's been bad. Seriously? Yes. This oh is this is this yeah, is I true. Heard derby skating is nuts. They, they they go hard. They go hard. It makes me a little nervous. Um, but there is something I have in my back pocket that lets me just go hard in the paint and skate as hard as I want. Wait, to. what would it be? Uh, it's ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated patient reviewed 
incredible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for the ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and then download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom slash OKOP, ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. Let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My wife just found out that she's infertile, so now we're getting a divorce. We both wanted children, and I'm furious with her. Am I the asshole? How dare your ovaries not work? I know. Come on now. I'm bringing all the semen to the semen party, and your guy doesn't even have a party there. No kids. I got a whole daycare coming in. I got a whole freaking army trying to break down your fortress. Swimming. And your fortress just, she doesn't even have anything in it. Trying to weasel its way into all the nooks and crannies. And yeah, your nooks and crannies are barren. Oh, goodness. Like a dusty dust bowl. We have been married for five years. We have been trying to conceive for some time. We ran through an array of tests and found out she couldn't get pregnant. IVF is not an option. Starting a family and raising children were something we both wanted to do. It was pretty shocking. My wife has taken it very badly. She has been moody and angry. I've tried to give her space and tried to talk to her about it, but she lashes out at both. It has been a week and she said she wanted to file for divorce and be done with our marriage. So she is wanting to end Yeah, because I guess, I don't know, she can't deal with the fact that, I don't know, we'll see. She sounds angry when she talks about it, and she said it was better that we get it over and done with now. We got into an argument, and she said I should find a woman who could give me what I want. Is it like, now she knows that he wants kids? She's like, I can't, I'm like, I'm never going to be enough for you. And it's like, you have this plan of what you think your partner is going to be. She's like, I'm not that for you. Does Opie still feel that way? Well, I've tried to convince her that I have no intention of leaving her. She doesn't believe me. I don't know what to do here. I know she is just trying to deal with all these emotions by turning it into an anger and then projecting it on me. I don't know how to deal with it. She is supposed to be the rational one in the relationship. We've gone through a lot and she has dealt with everything with calmness. I know she's hurting a lot. I just wish I could help her feel a bit better and there is an update. I want to know if anyone in this situation, like like anyone who can't have kids, how did you deal with that news? Yeah. Um, and also in this situation, like it seems like the partner is feeling inadequate and that's leading her to like sabotage the relationship a bit. But I don't know. What do you think Opie should do? I think um, what are all the ways that the relationship could move forward? Like, for instance, adoption, right? Like, hey, we don't have to have a biological child. Let's like start the adoption process together. I feel like right now, maybe the, the insecurity that she's feeling is overtaking and is like very powerful. Yeah, ter- like very difficult news, especially if you've wanted kids. Exactly. So maybe that is like, oh, hey, let's start the uh, adoption process together. That's like, okay, well, that's a commitment, right? Like starting on, on, the, on the path 
to doing adoption if he's like ready for that. Um, but as one example, like what are all the ways that he could kind of like propose to her? Like, hey, I actually am in this and let me, you know, show you that I'm committed to you and staying with you in a relationship. Well, let's get into this update and see what happens. So a lot has happened. I asked her that if she wanted to get divorced in six months time, we could get one, but we should drop it for now. She agreed to it. I took over most of the cooking and I pretty made all of her favorite dishes. She was still angry, but less so. Two days ago, she was finally in a place to process her emotions. She spent half the night crying in my arms. It was heartbreaking, but I held on. Today, this morning, I cracked a joke and she laughed after what feels like a long time. She said she was going to start therapy because she wanted to be in a good mental place before we started the adoption process. Oh! There's a lot of work ahead of us, but I am fairly certain I am not getting divorced in six months. TLDR, I took care of her while she processed it. She's doing better now, and she's planning to go to therapy. Wow. That is the wholesome, beautiful outcome that we all live for. That's great. That's great. I'm so happy for OP. Yeah. And, and hopefully the adoption process goes well. They get a kid and happily ever after. Yeah. But there's a lot of ways to skin a cat or to skin a child, you know? That is one way of metaphorically describing it. Yep. And I'm sticking with it. But let's get to this next story. Let's do it. Two out of every two podcasters on the OKOP don't have five stars on Spotify. That's both of us. So if you could donate your thumbs to us right now and use them to tap five stars on Spotify or wherever you're listening, we might avoid lethal injection. Just go to our profile on Spotify, click about, and then rate us five stars or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Save your podcasters, Sam and John, today.